welcome to episode 15 of the Jacob Steinke Show. Uh, with me currently, as of right now, is Bradley Berger. How are you, Brad? I'm good, and yourself? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Mark might be joining us here a little bit later um, on his way. Uh, well, more likely... His on his way is is like half hour maybe, about, about, <laughs> about, an about an hour from now. But uh, you know he'll he'll get here when he gets here, and if he's able to hop on real quick, he'll hop on. Uh, but uh, yeah, episode fifteen is kind of crazy to think it's episode fifteen already of this one. So I did like twenty eight episodes of the last one. Okay, uh, we didn't have you on that one, obviously. Um, and this one we started. When did we have you on? Wasn't it like episode three? I think. I think it was episode Two, actually. Or, yeah, it might have been episode two. Yeah, because I think episode two was all three of us, me, you, and Mark, and then yeah. episode three was just me and you, I think. Yeah. Or I something mean, like that. It's crazy to think because you go through the wild the week and it's like, man, it's right. already Sunday. And then you're like, dang, I'm And then Sunday, oh, let's go make a podcast, man. Fuck it. It's yeah. Crazy to think, yeah, 15 episodes already. It yeah. Really does fly by. Well, yeah, it does, and it's fun, and I'm trying to do more like during the week and stuff. And I created the Facebook page, so anybody who is able to find it on there or. Uh, whatever. I got all my links on there. Everything. You can send me feedback, comment on the post, whatever. I'll always post it on there. Uh, I just went back on Instagram. Um, and I'm going to post. I have the link in my like bio or whatever. We, we, we have to get to, to like a million uh, followers. Well, I don't know about all that. Dude, I, I'll honestly be happy with. So in order to get paid sponsorships, you need like 25 listeners. Okay. Um, and then you get paid per 25 listeners. So if I could get to the point where I got like 100 listeners... You know, cool, whatever. Because I'm not really in it to make money, you know, because it's just, it's fun, man. You, you get to sit around, talk, whatever, and it's just, like I've told Money's a couple of... just like a bonus. Right. I kind of just told people, like, because some people are like, oh, well, I don't know if I could be on something like that. And I'm just like, it's literally talking with a group of guys, whatever, or whoever you're with. You just so happen to have a microphone in front of you and headphones it, on your head. And honestly, it doesn't <laughs> bother me because I think if you you're on a show like this, it helps with you know your socialness. It helps you just open up a little bit, new self, like a new page of yourself. Like, hey, now I can do this, and it, I don't feel so weird doing. Well, it. right, because because you're actually like, especially let's say, okay, let's say I do get to a hundred listeners. So there's a hundred people listening to you, but you don't know that because they're not sitting right here in front of you, staring at you. You're just yeah. talking with your friends or your family or whoever uh, I get on the show, and um, it's just it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like. I mean, the first show I did, I, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, this is different. But after you do a couple of shows, you're like, oh, man, it's cool. We're, we're having people listen to us. It's it's something that you can talk about every day. And it's not like, it's stuff, yeah, it's stuff you talk about everybody, but you're not, not everyone's seeing your way of looking at it until they listen to you. Right. And say, oh, okay, that's their view. And I kind of like that. Right. And we've been talking about, I mean, we've gone from sports to movies to everyday life and just random bullshit. You know, we don't. You know, and that's kind of what I obviously when I first started, I did strictly sports. And I think not a lot of people are going to listen to that because if they don't listen to sports, they're not going to listen. Um, and then I was like, OK, so what topic could I do? And I'm like, why not everything? Like, who cares? Like, it's just a matter of talking, talking about whatever, because when I really looked back, like, so the number one podcast, I'm pretty sure it's still the number one podcast is Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. He just has whoever guest he wants on there, all these celebrities. I mean, he's had everybody from any which way you could think of. Um, and they just talk about whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, whoever's on there. They kind of base it off of who's ever on the show, obviously. Well, and that's how I feel like that's how a podcast should start. It shouldn't just be like, oh, I'm just going to go around there and talk about, oh, I'm just going to talk about 
freaking food or I'm just going to talk like right. Yeah, there's some well, people that are like well, that, no, that so boring, right. Know? So I think I get it because there's going to be people that are like, okay, I I want to learn how to cook, and there's a podcast about cooking and all that, and they'll listen to that or. They only want to listen to something about music or they only want to listen to something about sports or they only want to listen to something about this. But um, I think the ones that do get the most listens are the ones that just about, you know, life in general. Just whatever, you know, pops into your head, whatever you want to talk about and stuff like that. We're trying to get um, our friend Steven on the show hopefully soon. Um, I talked to him a little bit about getting him on and hopefully we can kind of set up a day to get him on because that'll be interesting too. Uh, Oh, yeah, because we all have different... Different views on everything, which is really nice. Well, yeah, it's that. I mean, we have different views on stuff, and, you know, it doesn't, it literally doesn't bother any of us. Nope. You know, we just, you know, we hang out, we have a good time, and uh, he's a local musician, obviously. He performs uh, at a couple of different places, a couple of different bars around the Racine area. I don't know how far he's gone and all that, but that's kind of another reason why I want to have him on the show is because these are some of the questions, like, you almost think about. But yeah. you maybe not ask because it never really gets brought up in real conversation. But in a setting like this, that's kind of almost what you want to do. So we're almost – I almost want to bring him in as like a to, – to interview him almost kind of. <laughs> um, Where were you on the night of? <laughs> no, well, not that way. <laughs> not interrogate him. Like interrogate him. Put a, put a spotlight on him. <laughs> Where were you the night January 5th, 1997? I wasn't born. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born. Well, I was just a twinkle in my day. Because he wasn't born. Isn't he only like 21 right right now, right? Yeah, I think so. So he was born in 98. Yeah, Yeah. so he wasn't even been born. Man. Little baby. I know. He makes me feel old. It's only two in one year, though. I know, man. Two years for you, one year for me. But But it's still like, on just the last podcast with Mark, we kind of pointed out. So people that were born in the year 2000 are 20, are going to be 21. Yeah. And it's like... It's crazy, but at the same time, it's like, well, I was born in 97. You were born in 96. It's only a four, you know, three, four-year well, difference. Cool. It's crazy to think because, like, you got to think when we have kids, we'll probably have them in the next, you know, five to ten years. Right. So it's it's crazy to think when they're six or seven, we're going to be like, man, back on hard day. And then you're thinking, like, damn, am I really going to be saying that to my kids? Like, Shit, I already say that. I do, too. Like my little well, because I think it's just because of how much times have changed in the last even just ten years, pretty much. Because social media kind of really got its start in like 2010. Yeah, and once that got its start, everything changed. Well, yeah, I would I would have to say I mean a lot of things have changed just with schooling and music and way people live, the way people act act. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a big thing. I mean. When I I can remember growing up from probably the years, you know, when I from when I was born till two thousand eight or nine, things were a lot different. Yeah. And you go from two thousand ten to now, and it's like, damn, things it just, have really have right kicked into high gear. With right. Well, stuff. and the thing is too, though, and I pointed this out on the la- on the last episode with Mark, we talked about the fact that media has kind of made the world seem worse than it is. Because like when you walk around day to day. It's not really it doesn't bad. really seem that bad. Everybody's kind of kind and courteous for the most part. Yeah, you get your occasional rude people and stuff like that, which is going to happen regardless. Yeah. But if you just strictly just watched the news and never, like, left your house, you would think we live in, like, the worst country yeah, in the world and shit. And we're, purge. yeah, like, we're about to just have, like, a everything's just going to go to shit. Not, not saying that it's kind of not going to shit a little bit. It is. But I, but I feel like they only cover the shit is yeah. the problem. Well, I think. 
after a lot of this, you know, COVID stuff is all done with, I think people are going to look at life at, in a whole different way. Like they're going to go outside and be like, oh, man, it's so nice to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. Right. Maybe people will start to become more courteous of each other, not not so hateful, more, you know, more giving, more loving. But at the end of the day, people are going to be how they were before the COVID most. Right. Well, and that's kind of the hope, I think, for people to kind of come out of this, the uh, come out on the other end and be like, I need to appreciate life more. And so that's kind of another thing we, we covered on the last podcast and I'll get, I'll get kind of your opinion on it. For the most part, we take a lot of things for granted right now. A lot. We're, we, we all, we make all these very small things that, that really shouldn't even really matter in our lives. And we make them big. Yeah. We make them big deals when they don't have to be big deals. I feel like we're a little bit over emotional and I feel like that ties into the fact that, you know, nowadays, you know, kids growing up, they're not learning how to deal with loss. They're not learning how to deal with anything. We've talked about that, too. The fact that they're getting, you well, know, a participation trophy up until they're, like, halfway through high school almost. Well, yeah, they, they're trying to blanket all, like, all your emotions. Like, oh, we'll just, we'll just pop you some pills. Or we're just... Yeah, right. Class for this. Well, Don't... I get, I get it. I mean... Yeah, part of it, I get it. Right. But you can't... You can't fully do that because that's how we get these people that they don't know how to have conversations. When they do lose, it becomes this humongous deal in their heads because they're like, wait, what? And they really, they get kind of thrown into adulthood and it's like, fuck. Yeah. They don't (laughs) don't know what to do. Right. Because here's the thing. Your job as a parent is supposed to be prepare them for adulthood. If they get hurt a little bit, you know, rub rub some, hey, you're all right. You know, but a lot of these parents nowadays, if if a kid falls over and starts crying, oh, oh my god, oh my god, you, you know, you can't always do that. No, and the thing is too is the you I've I learned, you know, that anytime a kid gets hurt, you're not supposed to ask them, "Are you okay?" Yeah. You're supposed to tell them they're okay, because all they're looking for you is reassurance. Yeah. Okay, so if I fell, you know, and you say, "Hey, you're okay. Get up. You'll be fine." In their heads, now they're like, "Oh, okay, I'm okay." Yeah. Um, what I love is there's been a few times where like in movies and TV shows, I just saw, I don't even remember what TV show it was, um, where the kid comes in, he's got a scraped knee and he's perfectly fine, walks in whatever, sits down and then the mom sees him and is like, oh my God, are you okay? And he goes, uh, I thought I was. And then he starts freaking out like, wait, what? Like what's going on? Yeah. When if you, if she would have just said, oh, what happened to your knee? But I think, I think like, most moms are like that because- they they put you know they were in their stomach for nine months they you know they thrown them up from right you know I get it it's a protective then, kind of thing and and I get that but at the same time the point as a parent is to try and prepare them for adulthood yeah and we're not doing that anymore for one in schools you don't learn shit about yeah. like real life you don't learn taxes you know interest rates bank well, accounts all that shit well and the thing is. A lot of these parents don't know how to raise their kids because that's how they were raised. Right, right, right. Or, you know, obviously some kids come up through the system or or whatever and they didn't and really I, have I, that. I kind of give them a little, you know, leeway because when you're coming up through the system, it's hard to learn from well, going into real life situations. That's definitely one way to look at it. But then the other way to look at it is that they would want to do better because the fact that they'd be like, okay, I want to be the parent I never was. So how am I going to get – because the thing is, is you're living life currently. Yeah. You you are an adult. So you know what it takes to be an adult. Oh, yeah, for sure. So figure it out. I mean, some people don't. Some people have kids, you know, 16, 17. They don't know shit yet, and they yeah. already got a kid that they're taking care of. 
Uh, but some, that makes them grow up way faster than they thought they would have. Well, they pretty much have to. They have no choice. Well, yeah. and some people still don't, and that's what happens. That's when you see kids going into the system early and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's obviously that's one of the things that's definitely depressing in a way oh. of, you know, all these people just ha- – I, I can't even imagine these girls getting pregnant at like 15, 16. It's ridiculous, dude. I mean, that's just – that's a lot of the times though it's these guys that are like oh, i'll be safe i'll pull out and then they get to that point where they're like oh too late and well it's that they don't know nothing they yeah. you know they're just like oh you know it'll be all right <laughs> whatever <laughs> what are the chances it's us though really yeah you know <laughs> yeah, nine months go by and then and then four four months like hey i'm pregnant what it ain't my baby, it ain't my, man you been You've been getting with tons of people. No, I have not. Uh, I don't know, man. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it's, it's you. <laughs> like, no, nah, it's you, bro. You better step up. Well, and that's the thing, too, is a lot of guys don't step up. They, Why? Because they either don't have a father figure in their life. Or they're not mentally prepared. Or they're not mentally prepared, and they freak out. The thing is, is I don't think you're ever fully mentally prepared to have a kid. Even when you're trying, you're like, okay, I want to have a kid. You know damn well the minute that, like, the baby's born, you're like... <sighs> You're gonna you're gonna be holding it. and You're gonna be like, was this a good? This idea? is well, not even that. It's gonna be like, fuck. Okay, this is my job now. Yeah. To <laughs> to well, keep I, take care of this thing. Well, the thing that kind of makes me mad about a lot of parents though is when their kid gets to eighteen, they're like, oh, my job's over. When you're a parent, your job's really never over. If your kid calls you, hey, you know, hey, mom, I'm kind of in a bind. You know, can you help me out? Yeah, I'm here for you. But a lot of parents are like, oh, I'm eighteen. I'm just gonna. She needs a case. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So those parents, they get to, they get their kids to eighteen. They're, like, oh, my job's over now. But that's not how it should be. That's not how they should look at it. Right. Well, the main reason why, or the main reason I, I would agree with that because, like, the thing is, all right, cool. Yeah, your kid's eighteen now in college, let's say, or, or got a job, moved out, whatever. Like, that's still your kid. Yeah. Like, that's still f- your family, that's your blood, that, you know, you raised that. Like, you would think, and I'm not even saying it, it doesn't have to be a financial support system. No, it doesn't. Even if you're just, a, if, even if it's just an emotional support system, hey, I'm in a tough spot, I'm having a hard time, and just a matter of, you know, I'm here for you, what do you need from me? But a lot. Can I help you with anything? Well, the thing is, back in the day, though, it wasn't like that parents would be like oh you'll be fine just don't worry about it oh i when i was a kid well it's all dude and what's funny though is because you know that's kind you're probably going to say that once you have a kid listen here when i was a kid when i was your age i didn't we didn't have tennis shoes okay okay you know what we did we walked barefoot in the snow with only one sock with with one sock on on one foot and then if our feet were frozen we just cut them off yep how do you have a feet? I grew up back like a gecko. <laughs> like, no, but like for real, like I know I probably will say that to my kid eventually. Okay, well, when I was a kid, so I get it. But like at the same time, you have to remember that anytime the next generation starts being born, there's so much shit that's different. Well, and the thing is, is when you have that kid for the 18 years, for the first 18 years, you're you're the parent. Right. But after, after you know, when they get you know to 18 or older that's when you want to start becoming you know the you know the friend that can be there for stuff but you're not always gonna be like oh you know 
I'm still your parent, but I think I think I just should stay out of this. No, because you you want to be that supportive right. friend and family member, so it's, you're in well, a tough spot. I feel like you just have to make sure you don't try and be a friend before you're a parent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because some parents do that, like they they try and be too like buddy buddy with you a little bit, yeah. and yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like that's cool, that's awesome, but at the same time you end, you end up losing a little bit of respect because. You know, they're thinking, oh, well, my mom or my mom, my dad's going to be cool with it because, you know, that's my friend, basically. Well, that's why a lot of parents in this day and age get stepped on or oh, like, all the time. They get walked all over. They give it, their kid everything yep. because they're Kids like, bitch and moan because that's all right. good to do. You know, oh, you didn't give me the right color. The thing car, is, right, as I as I said multiple times, I have no problem listening to my kid bitch and moan. You want to bitch and moan at me? That's fine. You're not getting it. Like, you're yeah. not getting whatever it is you want. Depending on what it is, like if you're asking me for you, you just turned 16 and you're asking me for a car, work for it. Yeah, you know I kind of got lucky, so my sister just so happened to be looking to get a new car and she couldn't get anything for her trade in, and it wasn't a horrible car, so she luckily went and bought a car and we just had an extra car to do yeah. that. So I got lucky that way. What kind of car was it? Uh, a Mercury Sable. Okay. <laughs> it was a 2000 like six, I think, 88,000 miles. Dashboard lights didn't work. I had to fucking prop up a flashlight in there. <laughs> Just so I could fucking see. <laughs> I mean, it got you from A to B, though. Right, it got me to school. I, I didn't complain. I mean, it sucked because, I mean, it's a Mercury Sable. It was that light blue, the, you know, the light grandma blue, you know, rolling oh, in, cranking tunes. Bro? bro, let me tell you something here. <laughs> My game, it don't matter what I'm driving, okay? I can pick up girls easily. I could be driving a uh, uh, 1990 Civic with no bumpers. And duct tape on all the doors. Oh, you got them? And duct tape, still getting them. Oh, snap. Still getting them. Still popping them in the whip. No problem. <laughs> no problem. No, but, I mean, because it would be, you know, but here's the thing, too, kind of to the point of that, is it shows, like, how different girls and guys are. Because girls will be like, that's what you drive? No. And be kind of like, nah, I ain't, yeah. I ain't fucking with you then. Like, what do you mean? Just because this is the car I drive? Like and for one, anytime someone tried to talk shit about my car, it was a free car, dude. Yeah. And then you know some people would talk shit about my car. Where's your car, dude? You don't even have a car. Who cares? You still driving the bus? You in a senior? Like, come on. You riding your bike? <laughs> what you talking about? At least mine got a motor, four wheels, <laughs> motherfucker. You ain't gotta pedal it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think, and that's the thing with today's society. You, you could get a free car. Yeah, it's not the greatest car, but why can't me? people be more happy for what they have. that you get. right that's kind of the thing of taking things for like, granted say if, say if your friend gets your license and you're like oh i don't got my license but hey man i'm so happy for you you got a car you got this like why can't more people so be happy? what's funny is so i have this written uh, i kind of i kind of wanted to talk about like friendship in a way in this okay. episode and and if more, once mark gets here we'll kind of talk about it some more too but is being able to tell your friends bad news and they won't try and one-up you in a way, yeah, like I, I, like kind of like that, you know, where you'll be able to tell them bad news. They're going to listen. They're going to be like, hey, you know, you'll get through it, whatever. And they're not going to try and either one-up you or whatever or kind of brush it off. They're yeah. just, they'll just be there for you. But then you should also be able to tell them good news. And they're not like, oh, well, I wish my life was going that good or this and this and this where, you know, you say, hey, you know, hey, man, I just got a new truck or something like that. And it's like, oh, nice, dude. Good for you, man. What kind of truck is it? Whatever. You know what I mean? Be, celebrate their wins just as they would celebrate yours. You know, it shouldn't be a jealousy thing. It shouldn't be because a lot of people do that. Yeah. A lot of people do that. They're they're like, oh, 
well, lucky you, or, you know, they'll make some backhanded-ass comment, like, yeah. oh, well, isn't that good for you? Like, well, yeah, it is good for me. And what's the point of <laughs> stepping on someone's success? That's a, That just makes you look petty as hell. Yeah, it is. It's it's one of, the honestly, the pettiest things you can do. Bullshit. When, if they do something good for yourself, if you're, if you're not happy for them, just act happy at least, and just go home and then bitch about it. Like, right. Don't do it to their like, face. Like, like on, to, well, not even that. Like, okay. Let's say, okay, you're having a hard time, and then your friend ends up having something really good happen for yeah. them. Um, the thing is, is you as friends, if you're good enough friends, they should know that already yeah. and be like, hey, you know, man, I'm happy for you. And then he follows up or he or she follows up with, yeah, you know, thank you. And, you know, don't worry, man, it's going to get better. Yeah. You know, the, there should always be that mutual respect, that mutual understanding. Kind of right. Like, like if you're having a hard time, and I and something good happens for me. One, I should still be able to be like, "Oh man, cool man, I just got the, you know, I just this just happened." And you'd be like, "Oh man, that's, you know, awesome, man." Yeah. But then at the same point, you know, I should still know as your friend that you're having a hard time be like, "Hey, you know, it's going to get better for you too, man. You know, something good's going to come, yeah, for you know, sure. whatever it is." And then, you know, I have that respect for you, and I know you would have that respect for me where one the, the, you can do both. One the thing that gets me mad about people is like if you're having a hard time, oh, okay. if you're having a hard time, you should be able to open up to your friends, family members, whoever, because in the long run, if you are not happy with the friends, you know, life choices, then why are you really their friend? But me and Jacob, we've been friends now for, I'd say almost five years. And every time he tells me something good, bad, you know, I'm always there for him. Like he's, He's engaged. He's starting to get his wedding things together. You know, I'm so happy for him. I'm proud of him. Going to be one of his groomsmen. You know, and that's a big deal. So it always should be to that point where you're like, hey, man, I'm happy for you. But, I mean, even if, and even if you're having a bad day, say you're both having a bad time. You know, you should be able to open up to each other. Hey, man, this, you know, this happened. And, like, getting back to what you're saying, you never should one-up each other. I don't feel like there's any point in that. Right, right. Because you're going to look at him and be like, what was the point of doing that? Because now you, so saying we're both having a hard time and you try to one up my shitty story, you're just making me feel more like shit because. Right. And there's no point in that. Right. Because like for someone to be like, you know, oh, because it, it makes them look dumb for one. Because if let's say, you know, something stupid, I don't know. Um, oh, dude, man, on my way to work, I got a flat tire, man. And now, um, it doesn't make sense to, to get just one tire. So now I got to get four tires, man. That's going to be like $800 that I ain't got. Yeah. And then that would be like, you'd be like, oh, well, yeah, but my transmission's fucking jumpy. So I don't even know if I'm going to have a car in two months. <laughs> wow. Like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what to say. That. And at the same time, it's like, right. That's almost the response every time to that is like, well, now what? <laughs> well, and, that, and, and that's where the point where you kind of got to be like, hey, you know, we're both having a hard time right now. Let's try to figure this out together. Like, right. Hey, we can, you know, I can help you try to fix this. You can try to help me. But in today's society, that's not how it is. I hate these, like, even some guys are like this too. Like, they'll have a good friend and they'll be like, oh, something great happened to me. And some people will be so fucking petty that right. they'll say, oh, I'm, I had a great time. This happened, this and this. And then they won't go talking to him for three or four months. And then when something good happens to them, oh, dude, guess what happened? It's like you didn't talk to me for. Right, three you months, didn't. You didn't care that me. something good happened to me, but I'm supposed to care that something good happened to you. Yeah, and that's bullshit. It's got to be mutual, man. It's got to be. That's a friendship. It's yeah. not a friendship if it's one sided. Well, 
Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, me and you, if we have something good happen, hey, dude, this happened. But we still talk. We still try to talk, like, three, four times a week. I'm not going to be like, right. oh, dude, this happened to me, not talk to you for a couple months. Like, no. Just to kind of almost let them know, like, hey, yeah, I'm out here living a good life, yeah. man. Like, it's almost like trying to rub it in. Like, you just want as many people to know as possible because yeah, like, you want people to think you're, you know, balling out out here <laughs> well, or something. That's, that's the thing. Like, oh, dude, I have, like, 300,000 followers. Okay. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah, you know probably dude. 10 of them. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you maybe have 300,000 followers, but how many of those followers are truly your good friends or how many of those people actually you talk to? You maybe talk Even, to say you maybe talk to 100 of them. Okay, cool. So those other two, you know, 200 290,000 yeah. people or 200 whatever, 299,000 yeah, people. What's the what's the point of even having them? Right. Well, and even it's that and like, okay, cool, you have all these followers. Let's say you do talk to 100 of them. How many of them can you actually trust? Yeah. How many of them got your back in a tough spot? Or, you know, you have a, it, like I said, if it's not mutual and it's one-sided, you know, it's a friendship for one person. It's not a friendship for the other. Yeah. And, th- and that's the thing. Like, I don't think I've ever, we've ever had like a big disagreement to where I was like, oh, I'm not going to talk to that motherfucker. Like, no. You know, I and looking back, it's not really. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I can't even remember having like a I don't even argument. Had a bad argument either. No, we yeah. might disagree. Yeah, but that's that's gonna happen. That's life, man. Yeah. Like everybody's gonna disagree at some point. Like, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, this fucking taco tasted like shit. Well, I thought this taco tasted good, and then you don't talk for a fucking month, right? Like, no. That like some people will be like, uh, you know, let's say someone makes dinner, and you're like, hey, come over for dinner. All right, cool. Everybody gets food poisoning. What the fuck you food poisoning me for? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't like purposely. I didn't purposely like grab some fucking poison from my poison factory in the back and be like, oh yeah, okay, this motherfucker's gonna be shitting for weeks, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna get this guy. He's gonna be in the bathroom, bro. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. It's people. There's there's a lot of people now that they don't have real friends. Their friends are whoever on Facebook, and they probably know less than half of them. Well, they, they don't know shit about them. Like, the thing that's funny is like a lot of their friends, oh, yeah, I knew them in third grade. So you haven't talked to them since Yeah, when's the last grade? time you and talked? You can, and you consider, I say, I'd say like if you still talk to people from like eighth grade, ninth grade, you know, up from high school and on, you still talk to them here and there. Okay, cool. But most of the but time even that, when you're getting up into that age, it's more saying like, you you'll put a message on like oh they got engaged oh cool congratulations right when's the last time you actually had a conversation oh, like hey even that like that's not even like i wouldn't call that like a friend or like a good friend that's more like an acquaintance, acquaintance. or someone i know and that's another thing i have written here is we should be able to not maybe fully let go some people we do have to fully let go of oh, and yeah. some people we don't but we sh- we should be able to let go of the people that we know because it's not about the people we know. It's about the people that are actually friends. Because Putting people you story. know aren't friends anymore. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing I think some people have a hard time, you know, finding the difference between is there's people you know and there's your friends. Yeah. There, there's, there's, it's two different things. When, and the thing about that is, yeah, you knew them in eighth grade and you maybe hung out with them a couple times in eighth grade and, you know, you hung out here and there. But what you got to understand when you go from high school and middle school or, you know, middle school to high school, we all go to different schools. A lot of things change. So, yeah, they were maybe your friend eighth grade year, but are they right. going to still be your friend going through high well, school? It's, it's not always 
that you know that simple right and for me like sometimes it's not that one person does something and it and you have a falling out sometimes you just grow as an individual and you grow apart and it just the the friendship doesn't work anymore and that's okay because that's going to happen it happens in relationships it happens in friendships it happens sometimes you even see it happen with family yeah where you grow to the point where you're not as close with people that you were close with at a a younger age just because maybe you grew and, and you you don't agree on a lot of stuff or maybe you grew up and maybe one person turned into a dick or something, you know, well, you don't know, but well, and here's the thing that they say when you, when you're growing or you outgrow your friends group, a lot of them is because they hit that rut where they're like, Oh, let's just go drinking and we'll, let's go out and something park. like that. Right. But you, you, you grew past it. Yeah. You're like, okay, well I don't want to do that. I want to go home. I'm going to go study. I, I got a job tomorrow. Right. Some people get stuck in that rut where they don't know or how to get past that. like they, they right. Peak in high so like they, they either peak, peak in high school or like, you know, you grow past a certain point and they still haven't grown back there yet and they're lagging way too far behind for it to even make sense to be friends anymore. Yeah, because you're looking at it as is like it's is like, this going to be beneficial for me to be your friend in the long run? Right. Like that's the thing. It has to not not even just benefit both of you. Like I said, it's got to be a mutual thing. It's got to be something where you guys are both comfortable and you guys are both, you know, you can you're comfortable with either, "Hey, let's go out to the bar, man." All right, cool. I got a little extra money this week. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Or you know, "Hey, man, I'm tight on money, man." It you, I still want to hang out, but you cool coming over, or can I come over by you and we just hang out, chill, watch a movie, do something, you know, yeah. that ain't going to cost no money? Yeah, cool, man. That sounds good. Just to be able to enjoy each other's company, have a conversation, do whatever, you and know. Sometimes it's nice because, like, like, you are my friend Joey. I could basically do that. I could come over, and we could watch TV or go on our phones and not talk, but just being in each other's presence. Right, just having somebody else around where oh you see something on your phone or something happens yeah. on TV you, you you know you talk about what it or whatever like, like <laughs> what the <laughs> something funny on your phone look at this movie <laughs> um yeah. but yeah i mean it's it is something that's you know people need to learn and again this is something you can teach kids at a young age um you know teach them the difference between a true true friend and someone who either is trying to be your friend cuz it it's going to help them yeah. or or something or you know, whatever, and just let them know what a true friend is and help them find those true friends. Yeah. Um, I've had no problem with even friends of a friend and being like, dude, man, that guy's bad news, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would watch yourself with him. And then if they say, no, nah, man, I've known him for a long time, man, trust me, I'll be like, all right, you know, I warned you. If something happens, man, you know, I'm here for you, but like, I, I tried to tell you, man, I, I think he's bad news. And then if something bad happens, it's, it's, it's hard not to say I told, I told you so, you. Oh, yeah. but at the same time, you kind of don't want to because not right away anyway, depending on the situation, just because, you know, if it's fresh, it just happened, something bad happened, and you're like, man, this guy fucking screwed me or whatever, and it's kind of like, well, um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. You got, you're going to have to get over it. What was funny is I was just watching part of the Joe Rogan podcast with um, – Richard Rawlings in it. Okay. And he was talking, he goes, you know, obviously I've done a lot of business with a lot of people. And he goes, so I've been burned really bad twice in business. Both of them have been really good friends of mine. Both of them. One was his neighbor for like 12 years. Damn. That fucked him on the, you you ever heard of that? He did that gas monkey bar and grill. Yeah. So apparently the guy who put all the money in, all Richard did was give him the license to use the name. Okay. And then kind of was like part of it. And the guy pretty much 
screwed off, said, screw your contract, I don't care. And they removed the license for him to use so that he was operating the, the bar without a license to use that name. And he basically said, screw you, you can take me to court. Wow. And this is a guy he was neighbors and friends with for 12 years. And then another guy, he didn't really go into detail in that story, but he said, yeah, I mean. And then Joe Rogan went on to say, like, I've had friends be like, hey, man, let's go into business together and do this. And he's like, I just put both hands on their shoulder and go, listen, I like you. And that's why I don't want to go into business with you. Because depending on, like, it's one thing to do, like, a side hustle, yeah. right? Like, if me and you were to detail cars on the side, you'd be like, hey, man, I got this detail. If you want to help me with, you know, we could split the split the yeah. profit. Be like, all right, cool, yeah, let's do that. That's different. But to actually open a business and, yeah. like, you know, have to deal with all that bullshit, that's when it gets a little tricky because now you have to 100% fully trust someone know that they're not going to get into some shady shit just because you know you know they can find loopholes in something and end up doing illegal shit or whatever and end up screwing you and them in the process so it's you know it's one thing to be friends and it's one thing to be business partners and sometimes it's better to have that separated or maybe even you start as business partners and become friends because of the business yeah that's something that's a little different um but yeah i think there's there's definitely goes a long way, and that's something I learned very early is picking my friends wisely, and that's why I have a you know I pretty small group of friends gr- small group of friends on purpose because I you know if someone's not and that's a, and right that's a for good, me I, I move and that's a good way to stay away from the bullshit right drama I hate drama always have um, and that's why like you know I pick my friends wisely and if friends start fucking me over and and doing bullshit and all that Bye. shit. See you later, man. I don't need you. Yep, and that's it's easy to you know. Because if you if you look at it, friends ends with end in it. So right. A lot of friendships do end over petty stuff or whatever. You, Either it's petty stuff or you grow apart or whatever, and it's just it's over. And you have right. to be okay with it. The yeah. problem is, is some people are like, oh, I miss how things used to be. Well, guess what? Time, things times, things change. times change all the time. Yeah. Like, it's just, it happens. Like, you can't be upset about it because it's going to happen at well, some point. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of my friends now that I'm really, really close with, like, I consider them, like, family members. Right. Because, yeah, we maybe not talk every day, but I'm at least going to hit you up once or twice a week at least. To be right. Like, and even that, or, like, it's someone, like, I always said a true friend is someone that if you see while you're out, you actually be like, hey, man, what's up? And then there's the other people that like you know and you see them out and about and you're like, oh, shit, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't want them to see me. I don't want to have to st- stand and talk to them right now. <laughs> well, true friend is when, like, say you haven't talked for a couple weeks and you can pick up a conversation where you left off. And right, it, it, and it, it just goes, you don't, you don't do this shit. You don't do, it's been two weeks or whatever. Are you mad at me? <laughs> what did I do? What happened? And to me, that's more of a woman thing. I yeah. think women think more of that. Like, oh, my God, she hasn't texted me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I think she's mad at me. Or she's busy. Yeah. Or maybe something happened and she just doesn't feel like talking. And then that's what I said. Uh, This just recently kind of happened with uh, our ladies. And she was like, I don't know if she's mad at me. I don't know if I did something. I'm like, I I doubt it because we haven't really done anything, you know, whatever. I said, so this is what you do. I said, you reach out. You don't ask, hey, did I do something? You can say, you know, hey, is something wrong? Is something going on? You know, what's going on? I haven't heard from you in a little while. Yeah, I mean, and then they, you know, it's good to check in like that. Like, yeah. okay, let's say me and you haven't talked in a couple of weeks. And let's say, I'm like, huh, it's kind of strange. Brad usually texts me every so often. You know, I'm just going to give him a text. Hey, man, you know, haven't heard from you in a while. Everything cool? 
And then if it's, yeah, man, or sometimes, ah, oh, nah, dude, like, you know, this has happened. I just kind of been bummed out. That's why I haven't really been texting nobody. I just kind of been doing my own thing. Because I get like that. And I don't really like to text, yeah. but I will, you know. But there is certain times where, like, maybe if I'm having a hard time, I'm just like, you know, I don't. I, I want to distance myself from everybody. One thing is, is this year with, you know, COVID and all the deaths happening, you know, it's been really hard for people. And sometimes they just want to kind of go into that little area where they're kind of like, yeah, just Yeah, like a cocoon out. almost, yeah. And, then, and, you know, my fiance and even you guys, you know, it's been a hard year. You know, she's had two grandmas pass away and they've both been, you know, close to the holiday. So it's right. it's kind of hard to get in that spirit where you're like, oh, yeah, it's Christmas. It doesn't it's feel like Christmas, dude. It doesn't. I mean. It really hasn't, like, the past couple years. It's yeah. kind of been like, it's really Christmas. doesn't feel like it. And then you kind of get to your party or whatever and it's like, all right, cool. But with COVID and everything yeah. and, like, it's just like, dude. Like, it's almost shocking. It's like, dude, Christmas is less than a week away. Yeah. And it's like, what? No, it's not. Well, and the, th- and the thing is, it's like, I-, I was talking Chris, you know, to Christy earlier today, and I was like, you got to think about it. Like, you know, it's nice to have snow on Christmas. You know, it kind of gives you right. that, like. Ooh, it's the nice one day of the year I like to have snow. Yeah, but now it just, with how the weather's been going, how, you know, life's been going, it you kind of look at it and you're like. Do I really give a shit this well, year? Well, and at the same time, too, it's like you get older, and now you're the one buying the presents, and you're kind of like, man, <laughs> Christmas sucks, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Really? I liked it better when I was I was getting gifts. I didn't have to get nobody nothing. Well, not, shit. And, and that's the thing where I kind of like, when you get older, you kind of got to look at it as if, like, Christmas is more for spending time together, getting a good That's meal. what I like. And that's my favorite part of I Christmas now. This present for this person, this person. Why can't they just accept a nice card or something? Here's this. Not even that. Here's this. I don't understand. And like even me and Noel have kind of had not fights but disagreements about it. What is wrong with gift cards? Yeah. A fifty dollar gift card to my favorite store? Cool. I can go buy whatever I want. Yeah. Like you could go get me something, and now I, I don't really care for that, or maybe it's not my style, maybe it's the wrong size. Now I got to go to the store anyway to return it, get something I actually want, or whatever. You get a gift card, there is no well, buyback. Well, here's the thing. So when a lot of people do gift cards, they're like, "Well, you didn't put in any effort." I put in the fuck. I put in money. To get you a gift <laughs> I didn't card have to get you anything. Because <laughs> I want you to buy something that you're really gonna like. Exactly. I'm not gonna go buy so, go to the store and buy a shirt or a sweatshirt that you're kind of like. This is. Eh. And then some people, if you if you buy them a sweatshirt or something, and then they don't wear it, you're, you you know sometimes right. It's like what the hell, man. So here's my thing. So this year, what my idea was, my plan is, and I haven't told them this. So if they listen, oh well, they'll they'll know a little early. I'm gonna write like a hand letter. I'm gonna write them a letter with the gift card that I give them, right? That'd be really so I'm gonna do that. That way, there's a little bit of personalization there, and yeah. a little bit of thought goes in. Um, but then also, what I've always said is, when you give a gift card, just tell them. Hey, let me know what you get with your gift card, so yeah. then I know what my my money went Wait, towards. Yeah, you know what what what, what I basically got you because that makes the most sense. Because now they get what they want a hundred percent of the time. They're going to get what they want because they're the ones going to spend it. Um, and then they let you know, hey, you know, this is what you got me, kind of <laughs> thing. You know, and that's cool. And I, I I like that. Like anytime people, are, well, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I'm okay with a gift card. Oh, I don't like giving gift cards. Why? Or like, like oh, well, can I just get a few bucks? Well, that's not that's not really personal. How? Uh, it's personal to me, man. I need some money, mother. <laughs> I got bills to pay. I got bills to pay. But I got a mouth to feed. I mean, <laughs> but 
everyone looks at Christmas differently. Right. And I like, like I said, so until, pretty much until you join the workforce. Yeah. Christmas is like, oh, cool, I'm going to get presents, I'm going to do this. Like, that's kind of what you're looking forward to. Not that you're not looking forward to seeing family members, but you're looking forward to seeing them because you might be getting something from them. Um, Whereas once once now, like, especially now, my favorite part of Christmas is just going to my sister's, having Christmas dinner with my family, talking, catching up, you know, figuring out what's going on with everybody and and being able to talk. And and with the wedding coming up, you know, I, I get to talk to a couple of people about, you know, Good, their good role, role their role in their wedding and all that kind of stuff and well my thing is is like my family every year so one year it's like you know what we don't really do much like we eat we talk for a little bit and chris you know christmas you only lasts you know two three hours but the last few i'd say probably the last like five years one year i was like i'm gonna bring out twister so every year for christmas that's kind of like our tradition now we play twister we put like home alone on Listen right. To it's cool. Like it's nice. My thing is, is I've always been like, what is wrong with having light music in the background and sitting there and talking? Put your goddamn phones down. You know, make a drink, have a conversation, have something to drink, have something to eat, and just sit there and talk. You guys don't see each other that often. How hard is it to sit there? You got stuff to talk about. What's new with you? That's the easiest question you could ask literally anybody, and they have probably. Five or six answers they could give you. Well, the, <laughs> I think it's crazy how some some family members though they they will go years without talking to each other, and they'll it'll be that one holiday they get together and they'll still ask them like, "Hey, how you been?" And they still won't have nothing to talk. Yeah, they'll about. be like, "Oh, I've been all right." How? Or like, and that's what the thing like with the friends and family. Like I have there's some friends that I have talked to more than family members in the right well and the thing is is like when you're talking when i'm talking family i mean like family you may grow apart from i'm talking family like you, you know second cousins or you know distant family that's different like yeah. that yeah they're family but like they're kind of distant family yeah whereas now you know the main family that you usually don't grow apart too much from are parents close aunts and uncles cousins yeah you know, and stuff like that. The ones you do see every holiday, the ones yeah. that only come every so often, or you may see, you know, randomly once a year or something like that. You don't have any other contact with them. Yeah. Like, there's no problem to that. Some people are like, well, that's family. Okay. Well, but what has he done for me and what have I done for him? There, there's no connection there. Well, yeah. There's a, there's a few cousins that I try to try to talk to at least, you know, once a week, um, maybe once every other week but i try to keep in touch with them right because most of my family does live in Racine, but i got a lot of family members that live like three four hours away maybe 15 hours away and it's like yeah i'll hit right. them up every once in a while but right and I it's kind of like them. well what am i gonna do am i gonna go you know take a plane to go see them for a day no yeah like if i were to if, I were if to they made home. the effort too and i made the effort too and we talked a lot or we t- maybe talked before they moved somewhere else or, or whatever the case may be you know that makes sense but other than that, it's just like, you know, just because someone's family, I've never, like, yes, that's my family, but I'm also to the belief of just because someone's family doesn't give them a free pass to treat you like shit. Because yeah. some some family members do that. Oh, come on, dude, but I'm family. I don't care, dude. You're a douche. Like, I don't want to deal with you. Yeah. Like. <laughs> 
And some family members are like that. Like, they'll just be douches because they're like, oh, he's my cousin. He won't care. Yeah, he ain't going to give a shit. It's still going to hurt my feelings. If you're like, what are you talking about? Like, you're going to be a dick, man? Like, nah, fuck you, man. I'm not going to be friends like friends or family with you, man. Like, I, I have no problem cutting out family if you're really going to be like that. Yeah. I've been blessed with the fact that I haven't really had issues with, with family, that, yeah. with, with my close family and family I've been around uh, no, since I was a kid. Like, everyone I've met in your family have all been really nice. They've always, every time they've seen me, they're like, hey, Brad, how's it going? Like, they've always been right. really nice to me. So I don't I don't have any problems with anyone in your family, my family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, and they, and they have because if they meet someone, they're going to, you know, treat them nice and treat them whatever and whatever. Pop it on. Uh, joining us here real quick because he's getting his headphones on and uh, turning the mic on, getting it adjusted for himself. Uh Got Mark Otto joining us here in a minute. Once he, hey, you there he is. How you doing, Mark? I'm wonderful. As always. As I always. Try to, I try to choose to be wonderful. Choose, choose versus, to be wonderful all the time. Uh, versus uh, being like, not wonderful. Not wonderful. Unwonderful. <laughs> un- 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 if I'm if I'm unwonderful, you know, that probably means uh, some other things are going on. Wonderful is the way to be. Uh, always. And, and we got. Christmas coming up. So. Christmas coming up. Well, we were just actually kind of talking about how does it really feel like Christmas not though? At all. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not even. It's worse than it's ever been. And there's been other years in my life where Christmas just it was blah. But again, it's what we make it. Right. So you just you just kind of got to roll with the punches, kind of. I'm kind of looking at it as like you know all the people that put up the Christmas lights and you know doing all that. I'm kind of thinking about like are they even looking at Christmas the same this year? Are they I don't think so. Because that's what they do every year. So long. Like, right, it's a habit. That's yeah, their what they do every year, right? Yeah. Or they maybe they think, all right, if I do this, this will get me in the Christmas spirit. It doesn't. Like, and and that's my mom's kind of thing. Like, since my dad passed away, pretty close to Christmas, it's been the past five, six years. She's kind of like, I'm just not in the mood to put up a tree or do anything. But now she does it because you know my sisters had a kid, so she'll and she. Babies I think that's kind of what rekindles it too. Like, if you get to the point where most people are pretty. You know, they got older. It kind of fades. The the magic of Christmas kind of fades away, and then people start having kids again. And now there's little kids. Now you feel the need to to be more be more into it and have more things going and stuff like that for sure. Um, But yeah, just it doesn't. No snow. No nothing. Like it's just very strange. I don't want the snow. Well, you know I'm fine with it. I I only like snow on Christmas Eve. Like if Christmas Eve it starts snowing, not even like I'm talking like. Light, light flurry, just yeah. where you're seeing snow falling from the sky. Right. I'm cool with that. Um, but it's like 45 degrees. <laughs> so the only the only days I really, really like snow, because I snowboard, I'll take snow, but the only days I really like it, it's like Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Like, those are the two days where I'm like, you know, those are cool days to have snow on. But other I don't know. If, if, if on New Year's Eve it was like 75 degrees, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> if it wanted to go ahead and be like 60 I'm, even, I'm I'd be okay with that. Year, six years ago new year's eve it was like 60 yeah I was like, well I that what was that a couple of years ago we grilled out on super bowl sunday which is the first week of february it was like 54 degrees or something like that yeah rams patriot super bowl yeah we did watch that speaking of football when you brought that up right away that's the only other time that i wouldn't mind a little snow and that's when they take the field at lambo yeah yeah i i do love watching a snowy game at lambo there's just something just there's something different about it the atmosphere there though this year has not been the same well there's no fans ever. there's no fans i guess that's I guess the big the part of lambo like in 
playoffs that can have 500 fans there. Right, but and that's awesome. Family members. Right, or, family members and stuff like that, and that's cool, that's awesome, but 500 in that big-ass stadium really doesn't do anything. That's basically You're still not going to hear many people. You're still not going to do a whole lot, you know? Um, so... <laughs> what you doing there? Um, twirling my... Uh, my twirling it. So I have a question for you guys. Okay. Uh, it's a, a question I had heard uh, on a podcast, and I've actually heard a couple of different times. So uh, you're, let's just... Put yourself in the shoes of, and it's kind of hard for me and you, Brad. We've been in a relationship, a long-term relationship for a while now. But first date, you're going out on a first date. Let's say, doesn't matter what age you are. Doesn't you know? You can be what age we are right now, currently. Okay. You go out on a first date. You take a girl out. You go to wherever you take a girl out on a first date. Doesn't matter. Um, so if she goes out, you take her out, and she orders. You know what? If she orders just the side salad. Or what if she orders the full burger, fries, you know, real messy, just starts eating like a, you know, eating, eating kind of thing. What would you prefer? What would you like to see? First off, I think a girl that is not afraid to eat a burger and some fries. Yes. Yes. Sign me up. Hell yeah. You go ahead. You slam that burger, girl. Eat that shit. Cause you, you better not have no plans for the next nine months. You eating that burger. Mm. Well, here's, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because... When you get into a relationship with that girl and she's not comfortable on the first date, then you know that's how the whole relationship's well, going to feel. She's going to feel like she has to be like, oh, I have to eat a side salad. For oh, the I first while, at least. Yeah. Um, if I can get a girl that's like... Right away, right away, you taking them out. Let me get the double barbecue cheeseburger, da, 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 whatever. Yeah, and it's like, damn, okay. If, if she's eating a salad, and especially on a first date, chances are that's just not gonna work because i can't eat i mean i like a salad once in a while but is the meal though that's usually somebody that's probably gonna have a hard time and and i i know a lot of people that there's different like things with eating that are a problem right different things and um it shouldn't be. Eating well, is a natural thing. Well, right. I get, I get like nerves and stuff, and you don't want to yeah. make yourself seem unattractive. But like you said, like but that's fear. more attractive to me. There's like you girls. out here slamming a burger. Because you got most girls. Okay. Like, like, like I don't want to look like a cow. Look like a cow, girl. Right, Come right. on, eat that burger. Get it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> get it. Okay. So, so like I said, you got plans for the next nine months. You eating that burger and this shit. So Mark, what for you? What what would you want your girls like first meal to be when you go on a don't be like, well, girl, what you gonna get? If they uh, say I'm just gonna get side salad, what what is your does that end the date? Does that end the date? Side salad. Well, I probably wouldn't. Here's the thing, <laughs> you know how much I date. So it's kind of a a redundant question. The ends justify the. All right, all right. Let let me put you in this scenario. Let me put you're you're our age. You're our you're our age now. You just you went back in time. You're 24 years old. 24. You can see your penis. You can actually get it up. You can actually get it up, man. You can actually get it up. Um, no. So you're 24 years old. You're taking out. She's she's a nice young looking lady, right? You go out. Let's just say. Let's say, all right, you, you don't make a ton of money. Let's say you go out to Applebee's. Simple Applebee's, you know, two for 20, whatever. She's okay with it. That's 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 where you guys are going. So you go to Applebee's. You sit down. Hey, you know what? This is on me. Get whatever you want. All right, cool. And she goes, all right, I'm going to order the rack of ribs and gets the full 
platter. You go out on a date with that girl. Now, let's say you got two dates coming up. So okay. you got the date with that girl. You got the date with the, the, another girl, and you got to pick between the two after these two first dates. One girl gets the side salad. One girl gets the, the full big-ass double-stack burger with fries. Who's more likely to get that second date? Absolutely the one with the, the full the all, full onslaught. Of all day. Yeah. Slam that burger. Right. Like, who cares? Well, it, it comes down to not only the food choice, but just eating. Like, just eat. It's a natural thing we have to do every it, day. It's almost... It's funny. It's almost like shitting. Yeah. Because like some girls be like, <laughs> no, like really though. Because some girls be like, oh no, I gotta go home and shit. Like I don't want to poop. I, I got a story. But for you. <laughs> God. Uh, oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on. All right, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So, so me and my girl start dating, and we're maybe you know I'd say maybe like two or three months into us dating. Yeah. And she goes, um, I really have to go to the bathroom. Do you think we can go back to my house? But at this time, I was living with my mom. My mom lived about 35 minutes, 25, 35 minutes away from her mom's house. And I was like, if you think my ass is driving 30 minutes to bring you home to shit, you got me fucked up. You better go pop a squat. <laughs> and no, for, no. The fir- for the first 20 minutes, she didn't want to do it. And I was like, well, then I, I guess yeah. you better tell someone to pick you up. And she actually went in there and got comfortable because I'm not driving that far for, it, for it, that. Like, no. In, in a dating situation, I get it because I like to poop at home too, but... Uh, ultimately, in a in a situation where you're going to be spending quality time or whatever, that's a that's a deal breaker. It's yeah, like, no, come on. I mean, if you can't go to the bathroom right. Right. at my house, then what if if we move into a place together? What do you do? Oh, you know, I got to go to my mom's house. Like, no, what? No, like, come on, now you got to you got to come to that point where you're comfortable doing everything together. You it, know, also, well, not everything just, together, but we, we all keep we're reserved. We keep little things to ourselves that we. We just think, oh, that'll push a person away, especially men with women, because women are just more picky. Picky, good word. <laughs> words. And, uh, well, I would say more reserved for a lot of I've things. Gotten, I mean, when you say when when I was twenty four, it hasn't changed much. I'll be fifty three. Uh, it, it hasn't changed in thirty years. It's the same. Right. I still I be, be yourself. I mean, if here's, you can't get along and, and make choices and just be comfortable and relax, right. then what's the point? Like I said, here's the thing. Like, if you, you're literally, I, we're just sitting in the living room, whatever, and you're really not going to go take a crap. Oh, I don't want them to think I'm nasty. Every it Everybody right. has to take a crap at some point. Right. That's how digesting food works. How you get those girls? I don't fart. I don't fart, girl. Yes, you, you know, do. You know damn well after dinner, you get in your own car. Right. Right out. <laughs> I mean, the whole way home date is have that full course onslaught meal and then go home and poop together. I mean, you got to get you got to get them bathrooms, two toilets in it. Sit there, hold hands, right. you know, watch a movie while you're pooping. Right. Get your poop cycle on the same routine. When uh, so when did you first fart in front of Chrissy? <laughs> first day. First day. Just first day. Ooh. so shit. Yeah, so we. <laughs> so how we met was my cousin asked her to come over to have dinner with her mm-hmm. and so my cousin so they knew each other prior no well not really kind like, of a little bit yeah so so i go over i'm going over to my cousin's house to help her hook up her internet so i asked her I was like oh is this girl cute and my cousin goes yeah she cute i was like all right tell I'll be back later. I got to go home and shower so i go home get ready <laughs> you're like oh, okay shit hold so on I, so i come back <laughs> so, we'll talk about that later. So I come I I come back 
and uh, you know she looks at me. She's like, "Oh, you're really cute." And we and I you know say the same thing back to her. So we're going back and forth. And uh, the first night we're laying on the ground together talking until like three, four in the morning. And I let one rip, and she was like, "Did you fart?" I'm like, "Yeah, I had to fart." And she goes, "All right, I can I can appreciate that. <laughs> I can respect that." Well, it's one thing. Right. Like, I wouldn't say it was first date. It was very early on for it, me. It usually it takes longer for the girl to do it. When did she do it? When did she first fart in front of you? Mm, I'd say it probably took a couple weeks. It probably took like two or three weeks. The thing is, is you can only hold it in for so long. It's natural. You gotta let and it like go. the thing is, what's funny is the for the most part, a guy's reaction is always going to be the same. <laughs> it's almost like, about time. Or like, yeah, you joke about it. Oh, what was that? Right. What you longest, farting for? So for the longest time. <laughs> She would go into an opposite room, like you act like, and then just pop, and then just, and then just pop out. That's when you pop out and scare, her and because as soon as you scare, her, she can be like, ah, <laughs> just let out that toot. The best way to break that proverbial ice is just to go ahead and give her a high five and say, "Nice one, babe!" Right away. Hell yeah! yeah. Nice. Let her rip, tater chip. Hell a little yeah! Sniff, little sniff in the air. And, oh, nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'd want to sniff the air. But, oh yeah, yeah. But, oh, damn, that's a juicy one. Fuck. <laughs> or it's the other one you you really smell it and you're like oh my god i can't read that i'm blind dude oh my god <laughs> just, for the record, just for the record mark can still see his dick apparently but, well that's the that's the deal just breaker. the tip at least when that when that when the gut starts getting to the point where i can't see that tip no more then you gotta go on a diet <laughs> no, all jokes aside. Would you call that? Would you caught me off guard? But it was solid gold. Hey, hey was but funny. but would you call that the dickhead diet? So you could see yeah, your dickhead. The dickhead diet. <laughs> Why are you eating a, a girl? You're out with a girl. Why are you eating a salad? I'm on that dickhead diet. I can't. I can't see my dick right now. Um. So, <laughs> and then it really becomes a problem when you're skinny like me. I can't see my dick right now. Where? Well, how? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> you gotta much more for me to lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I w- originally, I was going to say I can still feel it. That's all that matters. Oh, okay. That's You're right. You can feel I, it. I, we had talked a little bit about uh, a separate thing, but it's uh, from the same Joe Rogan podcast with Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey, and he always wears these bracelets. And so some girl apparently once asked him, like, doesn't that annoy you when they, like, jingle? And he goes, well, they only jingle when I do this. And he, like, <laughs> makes a jack-off motion. Joe Rogan right away is like, oh, she probably didn't like that. And he goes, no, she found it funny. Yeah. He goes, well, you got lucky because <laughs> some is. girls would find that. Well, because it is. It's like, oh, it's only going to make noise. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make jokes once in a while. You know? Right. Well, and the thing is, is, like, girls should just know by now that, like, <laughs> guys, guys, ca- guys can be some nasty individuals. Okay. Uh, me and... Uh, Mark had been going back and forth. There was a stand-up comedian I seen on Facebook, uh, and he was talking about the fact that he was like, you know, if your guy's real grumpy and and he just seems like everything's irritating him and stuff, you know, you got to get rid of his guy period. And I'm like, what the fuck is a guy period? And he's like, you know, because what happens is is guys' balls get full. He goes, you got to let that shit release, man. Empty that sack. Empty them balls, man. And, and I tell you, you know when a guy's empty balls, he's walking around. He might even be skipping. He's happy. You know, he got the Big Mac. And then when his balls are full, he's pissed off. He'll fight you just for nothing, man. You know, you got you to gotta release some balls, man. So every so often, like, you know, something will piss you off. Oh, God damn it. Oh, man, man, you sound like your balls are full, dude. <laughs> release that shit, man. Fuck. <laughs> a good friend of mine back in the day used to call it MSB. He'd be a massive sperm buildup. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Man, you got the MSB going. 
Hmm. That's, that's funny. Well, that's next mood. next time uh, next time Brad, you're in a bad mood, and Chrissy be like, "Why? Why are you being such a dick?" Be like, "Man, because my balls are full, man. I need my ball drained. I need to drain them, man. <laughs> I need to dump a load. I need to do something, man. Release. You know, I have an urge to splurge, People man. Listen to this podcast and be like, "What the fuck is wrong? What with are these guys boy? talking about, dude?" You know, the load. what's funny is maybe this will be the one that gets comments on. You know, I keep saying make comments, you know, let me know what we're doing. Let me know what you want to hear about. And if you don't let us know what you want to hear about, we end up talking about our balls being full. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens. All right. So let us know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> let us know what you guys want us to talk about. Otherwise, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about our balls being full. Feedback on farts, farting, and cocks. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't want to see your dick. <laughs> Dude, I don't need my email yeah, being so blowed up with fucking yeah, so dicks. Sperm build up. That's what I meant. <laughs> God, dude. Oh, man. Next topic. Anyway, I want to get your opinion. We were talking a little bit about, uh, like, friendship in general and the fact that, like, a lot of people have a hard time letting friends go when they're no longer good for them anymore. So like uh, a good way I've been putting it and I've heard a couple other people putting it is you got to let go of the people that you know and you got to keep the ones that are actually your friends because there's people you know and you could have a conversation with them but they're not really your friends. Right, like an acquaintance and then there's your actual friends. There's also bad acquaintances that only talk to you to garnish information about you so they can talk shit about you right exactly gossip and a lot of work a lot of work friends like that i've i've right. weeded out uh just recently i weeded out sort of my facebook friends list of people that like you don't even walk right by me won't even say hi in person at work. right but I'm, I'm your facebook friend i don't need that right um but yes it, it huge part of being happy and growing as people is what we're intended to do not not necessarily anyone is on a, a main, you know, level of growth. Everybody should grow differently, but ultimately it comes down to choosing the right people to to, to associate grow with, with. Almost, you, yeah. You sort of exude. You become your environment. Exactly. You, you yeah. Surround yourself with negative people. You're going to be negative, and you're probably going to be down. You, and not happy. You know that makes me think of is there was this dude. Uh, he was like, you know. A good way I used to always put it, he was like, ah, oh, you know, we're we're seventy percent water, man. So we uh, we mold to the containers we're in. So if we're putting ourselves in a small container, we're going to have small minds. We put ourselves in a big, you know, bucket. We're going to have, you know, we're going to give ourselves space to grow, space to you know fill more up. Absolutely. And I thought I was like, that's kind of a different way of looking at it, you know, because. Um, you know, it's a, it's obviously just a metaphor, but it is kind of true. You know, if you if you're around a bunch of small minded people and you're just you're around a lot of negativity, you you're, tend to be a negative, small minded person. Yeah. Whereas if you put yourself around people that grow and help you grow and all that kind of stuff, you end up, you know, profiting off of that from both sides. You both you both should be profiting somewhat. You right. know, learning from each other, growing with each other for sure. And then if you do grow apart let that be okay because a lot of people don't they're like yeah. oh i wish you know it was like it used to be well it's not going to be so get over it right because well, then sometimes you try to get that friendship rekindled right and you're just like the same the same it's because never going to be the same because yeah. you right. miss and you'll miss it and you'll be like okay let's see if i can do it again and then you, and then you start it and you end up just ha- like redealing with bullshit that you already dealt with and now it's just kind of stupid 
stupid and you're and you're just you end up you know fucking with the wrong people for too long <laughs> yeah so it, it's a good good way to look at it though it's it's a choice you you choose i mean i'm not saying you know, you're gonna have sometimes the things that you think really like piss you off could be you know inspiring you to be a better person but you're in denial about that or just don't choose to to do that and and you you can tell though if right. it's genuine caring or or toughness right but, but you're basically when you're when you're you're feeding you're feeding your uh mind with just like you just like with dieting like i've been doing so good with uh watching what i eat it's the same thing with watching what you say and listen to right what you choose to listen to well and like so i loved this it was that jordan peterson guy i was telling you about yeah. he was talking about how you know he had a guy come up to him for advice and he was like oh you know i keep trying you know i keep going on dates with girls and they don't you know there's uh, something uh, there's something wrong with every you know all these girls because you know i can't I'm, I'm barely getting second dates or i'll get a second date i won't get a third date all that and he goes dude that's not a problem with the girls if, if it's every girl you go out with and they all have a problem with you then that's something you gotta do you have something to change obviously because you know the problem isn't them they're not accepting you or oh i can never ha- find any friends well Maybe because you need to look yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, I have a problem and this is why I don't have friends or this is why I can't, you know, get a girlfriend or whatever, you know. That's a little hint at you, Mark. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no that's true. It's been by choice. No, we, right. For you, for you, it's by choice. You know, you don't really feel the need. And, and really, at the one point, like once you get to a certain age, it's kind of like, okay, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't because, you know, why put yourself through some bullshit you know, it, if it, you don't really have to, yeah. right? No, I don't. Right now, I'm just. I'm actually starting to still learn to get to know myself. Right. Be happy. Be happy with up. yourself, and I think that's an important thing because a lot of people uh, don't ever do that. They, they don't ever. For the relationship for the right. They guys. pretty much they they build their happiness off of other people, and they can never be happy with themselves. Uh, and that's a it's kind of a problem. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have kind of a funny question also uh, for you guys. Uh, what was what would be the meal or the the thing you eat when you know you're having a hard time money wise? You know what I mean, like 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 you're like, oh man, I ain't got no money, but I'm hungry. What am I gonna eat? So mine was always cinnamon toast. Like, uh, you know, cook up some toast, put some butter on it, put some cinnamon toast on there. Have like eight pieces of that and be like, that's all I got. You know, uh, something like that. Noodles. Ramen noodles. The you know that's kind of a basic one too because it's cheap. You can or get it. And I would make tons of scrambled eggs and just eat bread with it. Right, mac just and cheese. mac and cheese is cheap usually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, peanut butter. Peanut butter. It's ex- fairly expensive right now, but it'll last you a while if you just get a loaf of bread and some peanut butter. Right, peanut butter peanut sandwiches. Bread and ice. What's funny? Sandwich. What's funny though is that is true. Is that there was uh, I forgot who it was talking about it. They were like, you know, you're having a hard time when you you're having a peanut butter sandwich and not a peanut butter and jelly because you can't afford the jelly. Right. <laughs> He goes, you, you end up going out to a restaurant with your friends and loading up on the jelly, stuffing it in your pockets and squeezing that little jelly packet in your you, mouth just to get a little bit of that jelly on here. You guys aren't huge fans, but I've literally just put like mayonnaise, mayonnaise mayo packets from like Quick Trip or somewhere and toast and put mayonnaise on the bread. See, I'm just, the reason I'm not a fan is that I'm just not a fan of mayonnaise right. even on anything, I so it. I wouldn't I like eat, right. Um, so it is what it is. Yeah. Would that be what I go to? No, probably ketchup, not. A little ketchup on there. You got a tomato. <laughs> basically a BLT without the 
without the without the BLT. <laughs> it's a I it's mean, a well no technically technically yeah, it's a B right. it's a B uh, KM yeah. Bread, <laughs> bread, ketchup, and mayo. <laughs> or just a BM. <laughs> I'm gonna go have me a BM, dude. I don't even know what you're doing, man. <laughs> uh, man. No, no, no. I'm having a uh, bread, bread mayo sandwich. Uh, oh, bread mayo. Okay. okay, sure, hot man. Dogs. Hot dogs are a staple. Yeah, yeah. hot Jack's, dogs. The pizza, the cheap. Pizzas, buck and a half. Yeah, bucks. like the Jacks or whatever. Yeah. Well, those are now three, fucking three what? Dollars you get like three for ten, so you know, whatever it is. That'd be $3.50 yeah, three fifty a piece or whatever. And I think normally they're somewhere around there, even when they're not on sale. And then you got some of these frozen pizzas. They're like six bucks. six bucks. I'm like, dude, fuck that. I ain't getting that. Yeah. I can I can go get I can go to the store. Or I can go to Domino's and almost get two pieces, like two pizzas, like two. Pizzas for that <laughs> for six bucks? Hell no! No, no, no. Oh, so I can so for two pizzas you can get two pizzas for almost ten dollars, like ten dollars for two medium sized pizzas. So if I can get two pizzas for ten dollars and only and buy one for six, I'm gonna go for the two pizzas over over the one. Right. I mean, it depends. I mean, like the one thing I never got, or I guess doesn't make any sense, is people. All these people complaining that like America's fat. You know, we're all unhealthy. Well, then make the healthy food cheaper. Yeah. What I don't understand is why is healthy food more expensive when most of it is, like, grown? I just wanted to do It's not even processed. It's not even in a factory. A little intervention or inter- intermediate uh, color commentary. Someone just ripped one. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Brad over there. Someone just ripped a doozy. <laughs> Brad over there. He said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about I gonna, that. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. But, uh, I don't. I haven't gotten that whiff yet. I shouldn't say ripped because it was a silent but violent uh, <laughs> gastronomical proportions. I mean, I'm gonna say a lot of the, a lot of the cheaper, healthier foods are like in like Italy or like all those places over there. That's well, what like you see the, the obesity level here's, is so much right. lower. There well, here's what I don't understand is so this stuff is like grown for one out of a farm and stuff like that. Doesn't it cost more to have this process, have everything processed through these factories? Yeah. It probably costs more. So why is that stuff cheap and this stuff so expensive? Because well, because the thing is, why vegetables are so more, so much more expensive is because they're only grown sometimes only in that time of the year. Well, right, and, and that makes sense. You're in a factory, you're processing thousands and thousands of it every single day. Right, like where but I work, they make probably. Probably over a hundred to two hundred thousand waffles in a day. Right. So here's my thing. Yes, some stuff only grows certain times of the year, but there's still it's probably still cheaper to get that stuff imported from places where it is able to grow year oh, round. Yeah. That's how grocery stores are still able to keep certain things year oh, round. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's like oh, you know, you there's a certain point where you maybe not want to buy strawberries as often as you would, or yeah, buy you know sure. oranges or whatever because it's just not the time of year to get it. But in the same sense, it's like. You know, some of this stuff is just ridiculously expensive. Like yeah. when you start going to these Whole Foods and like well, stuff like that, it's like, oh my god! Well, I'll go to Walmart and I'll be like, oh, they got they got cut up pineapple. They already got a cut up watermelon, but just for like a a little container, of it's already like eight or nine bucks. Eight or nine bucks, and you're like, what That's the fuck? Ridiculous. I can spend eight or nine so bucks and get all. They, yeah. they do it because they can. They charge the higher prices. All right, and they're like, you know, the rich snobby people are usually the people that are, you know. 
really care about what they look what they look like, so they figure, fuck it, let's make that shit expensive because they're going to pay it and not think twice. Whereas these people that are hitting the sales... What's funny, though, is we probably still end up spending the same amount of money. Yes, we get more food, but it's kind of shitty food. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of pick your poison there. Do you get less food, but it's a little bit better for you, or do you get more food and it might not be the best for you? Very true. I got another breaking question, kind of like breaking news, but breaking question. Yeah. I just belched, but inadvertently away from the mic. Uh, is that the same? Or it probably should be less uh, intrinsic or less... Uh, against, uh, against as a part. Uh, around a woman or something, like you say? that big meal that you were talking about on the first date, and she just lets out a great big belch. Oh, dude, yeah. As long as she covers her mouth maybe a little bit. Or that doesn't bother even, me. Let you it, want let it, go. You want the belch. Let her rip. You smell it, but like if you if you just straight up, you're just sitting there, and she yeah. takes a sip let of soda and just, you know, loud-ass fucking. That sounded more like a throw-up. Well, you can't really fake a burp no. sound. If I, if I like, quick chug a soda real quick, I could actually burp, but, okay. like, just lets out a good belch. It's like, oh, okay. I figured as much, but, yeah. Right. Well, like, it's almost like, because here's the thing. Like you said, it's a natural occurrence, so right. it is what it is. Like, um, and that's the thing. Like, girls are always so, like, okay, I, I got to make sure, uh, you know, I wear. They're always so worried about what they're wearing and so worried about this. Um, if a girl showed up, first date, you know, an okay pair of jeans and a T-shirt, all right. That's a winner. Cool. You know, when they start showing up all dressed up, makeup all done up, hair all done up nice, that's cool. You know, it shows that they care because they put in an effort. But the thing is, is like, For some guys, at the same time, it doesn't really matter to most guys. No. But, but to some guys. Some guys it does. Some guys, they're like, oh, well, she came to this date all dressed up. That's their standard then from now on. They're like, oh, they got to dress up like this all the time. Right. For me, I've always been dressed, like, dressed down is sexier to me. Simpler, like, don't have to really put on makeup. You could you can come to my house and hang out with some sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Sweatpants, panties even. That works too. You know, one of your t-shirts, something like that. Absolutely comfortable. One of my t-shirts. Again, again, who cares, man? Again, man, what you got? What you got planned for the next nine months? Because you about to have a big plan. Yeah, Swear to God, I got like, the need to breed the seed, see, man. That, that's, one of the, <laughs> that's one of the things when you look at that girl and you're like, what you got planned for the rest of your life? That's another love, thing. You guys, yeah. you guys get it already, and that's awesome. But that's that's uh, another thing I have learned over there is happy. You need to be comfortable to be happy. Right. And, and if you're uncomfortable all the time, especially first date's first date, but even second, third, if there's going to be that, you just need to be comfortable and relax. Right. That's why I think it's important. So once you get to like, I would say the third date. Once you get to that third date, the next thing should be, and it shouldn't sound creepy. Because a lot of girls be like, oh, he's inviting me over to his house. I know what he wants. Yeah. Like, no, the, the there should be a date where you just watch a movie at your house and just either watch a movie or just sit there and talk and end up not watching the movie or whatever. But you're it's just you two. You're not in a restaurant. You're not in whatever. So you don't have to dress up. You don't have to do anything. And you just, you know, hang out. What I've noticed sometimes, though, is some girls and guys, like when they're in a restaurant setting, they're very talkative. They're very, like, you know, go with the flow. But when, when they go back to each other's houses or something, they're like, oh, yeah, let's turn on a movie. And then they just go mute. They don't know what to say. It's it like, could be the nerves thing. Yeah, it could, well, it could be it for sure. But I think what ends up happening is the girl's thinking that the guy just wants to get laid. Yeah. 
And even if the guy's not thinking that, he's like, okay, so what can I say or, or what kind of topics or whatever? What can we talk about where it's not looking like I'm just trying to get some? Well, then we should maybe just going forward maybe have like a national precedence where the third, maybe the fourth date is a ball-draining date. And <laughs> Get the, the shit out of there, dude! I would laugh. I would laugh. Like, could you imagine a guy sitting with a girl and being like, "Listen, you know, we're on the third date here, and uh, my balls are pretty full, um, so I'm gonna need to." Uh, if you could just go ahead and yeah. Um. So if we're we're gonna need to do a little something, we're gonna have to work something out. See, but I don't know. I don't think there needs to be a specific date put in place for no, that kind of intimate. Well, no, I get what you're saying, but I mean, like in all honesty, like. For that intimacy to start, it's going to be different in every relationship. Should it should just—it should just be a natural occurrence. It just kind of happens. Like, I think it's very strange from either side for them to just be like, "All right, let's get it." Like, right? Hey, come over. We, we fucking tonight. Almost. Like, that's, that's too soon. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like what? Even if you're, you know, a month in or whatever, two yeah. months in, it's still kind of like weird. It should just—you should just allow that first time together. Right. To kind of just happen yeah. in some way. Never forced. Um, but then at the same time, it's kind of hard, especially now, because everything's so, you know, you got to get permission and you right. got to do that, which I get. Of course, you need permission. I'm not saying, you know, have like a just quit. But it's not like you, you just show up to our house with a printed contract. So, yes, here, sign here. And it's sign here. Um, this is saying that I have the right to enter your premises. Um, <laughs> and this is saying, um, wait, you don't want this? Okay, not this hole. Um, all right. <laughs> One, two, or three. This ain't Fifty Shades of Grey, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, what is it? What I find hilarious is there's a lot of shows and movies like that that girls love, and it's like, you know damn well if a guy tried to say some shit like that to you, you'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Like The Bachelor. Think about that. That is one of the most popular shows among women. Not going to lie. It's kind of interesting. I've watched it a few times, I and it's too. it's not bad. I don't watch it by myself, but if Noelle's watching it, or I used to watch it with my sister, you know, the drama's kind of funny and stuff like that. But they watch this, and think about the premise of that show. It's basically a guy who gets 27 women to come into a house, and he basically says, all right, I'm going to date all of you at the same time, and then at the end, I'm just going to pick which one I like the most. Yeah. Could you imagine walking up to a group of girls and be like, listen, I'm going to go on dates with all of you. Sometimes I might take a couple of you out at the same time. Um, and then... There'll probably be some sex with some of you. And then, you know, we might sleep together. We don't know. Yeah, you can. Really? There's the... there at the end of the show. like a honeymoon night? Yeah, it's fantasy suite night. And they go in, no cameras, no nothing. And you know damn well, a lot of the times they're getting it on. Right. And that's the thing, like, you, you know damn well you walk up to a group of girls that will all watch that show. Let's say they all watch it together. And you say, hey, you know what? Let me date all of you. See which one I like the best, and I'm going to pick which one. They'd be like, oh, you're a pig. Yeah. But yet that show is just so That's interesting. The show. Right. And then like Fifty Shades of Grey. You know damn well if a guy was like, listen, I'm in some kinky shit. All right. I got, you know, shit to tie you up, shit, all this shit. You know, I'm like the, what was it? It was like the, in, in the movie. It's like their first date. Right. Yeah. You know, damn well she's. Calling the police. Well, that's what I'm saying. Was a <laughs> joke about right. Like, he wasn't a millionaire it, it, and he lived in a trailer somewhere. Right. <laughs> He'd be arrested like, for he's calling, you calling the police, dude. Like, yeah. shit. Tying me up and putting jumper cables on my titties. But that's, <laughs> but that's, why it, that's why it's so popular and made so much money is because of the, that. It's well, fantasy. Someone, yeah. someone made the joke and someone was like, so basically what she did was she took Batman. 
took away the Batman part and just had the rich businessman. And instead of him being Batman, he just likes to fuck in weird ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's just laughing because that's basically what it is. You have no idea what his company does. You have no idea. He's just a rich dude that does something and has a bunch of money and likes to do weird shit in the bedroom. Yeah. And listen, I'm all for it, man. You, you want to do some weird shit? Do some weird shit. I don't need to know about some of it, though. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to know about all that shit. Like, because some of that stuff is a little, like... A little sketchy, a little too far. Like, you ain't putting nothing in my butt. <laughs> I, would, I have no problem saying that. There are some of them girls, man. That's what they want. Right. That's what they want. They're like, let me stick it... In. No, listen, no. God did not give you the equipment to stick nothing in anywhere. So, we're not about to give you something. No, it ain't going to happen. Not today. It ain't going to happen. I'm not even for, I don't want to stick it in nobody's butt. I would hope not. I don't, I know what comes out of there. <laughs> poop. That's the poop. That's, that's, poop. that's, <laughs> that's poop. although I will say I laugh and I'll joke about it because the joke is funny. You know, that the joke, the running joke is when the uh, Red Rivers are flowing, the mud pits where I'm going. <laughs> Like, I've always laughed at that, and it's funny, but at the same time, it's like, nah, dude, like, nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> your doctor said no, but what's your dentist say? Yeah, right, that's another one. What'd your dentist say? Your doctor said you can't. Did your dentist say anything? Did he put restrictions? Any restrictions. But yeah, the the main point of all this is you, you have to be comfortable. You have to be able to joke around and, and reach a common ground of, of normalcy. Right. If one is, you know, can't see that and just doesn't but everything else is great another nice one wow popping them off it's just uh circling right now um but uh, yeah. yeah no it's uh definitely a certain point you know it ever and for every relationship it changes it's different yeah. you know uh you get to that point of it's time to do that, you know, when it gets time to do that. And everybody should allow that to happen whenever it happens. All relationships, friendships, uh, business. But then you got some of these people nowadays, especially, even women and men, that basically they message each other on Instagram or whatever and say, you know, what are you doing tonight? And it's yeah. like, nothing, I'm coming over. Yeah. All right, bet. And that's literally what they're doing. And basically... The way someone put it, and I, I kind of agree with it, is it, and it's sad in a way. Sex has almost become transactional. Yeah, it's almost become like, you know, it's just a thing people do. Yeah. Whereas it's not an intimacy thing, and it, and it should be, you know, it's not like you know, of course, yes, is it pleasurable? Yeah, it's pleasurable, but y- you know, it's still that's the closest you can get to another human being. You know, it shouldn't just be about you busting a nut, like. It's that, it's that, so that's how I've always viewed it anyway, you know, and everybody's going to view it differently. And like I said, especially nowadays, there's even women that are just like, you know, right. I'm just trying to get boned. It's like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I can respect that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want no part of that because who knows how many times you've done this with different people. Well, that's what I don't get is, is, and not to mention multiple partners doing that at the same, you know, a day's, you know, hours. There's a couple of people I know that have. Two or three times with different partners in one day and, like, no Shit, problem. Shit, hell yeah, no. Like, what? Screw all that, man. Yeah, but, again, if that's what they want to do. Yeah, I mean, and that's the, that's what I always say, too, man. Uh, that's how you want to live your life, man. That's how you, you want to die of AIDS at 34? Cool. Go ahead, man. Right. I'm good, man. 
Like, I'm good. Um, I loved in The Office um, when Oscar comes out as gay or they force him out as gay. Creed, the old guy or whatever, was like, have I ever done it with a man? No. Uh, he goes, I've gone to parties where, um, you know, there's a lot of mud and stuff and everybody's getting in and it's very well possible that a man could have slipped in. You would never know. <laughs> and like you're the whole time during that scene, you're just like, what in God's <laughs> name is going on here? I did agree. I did agree though with Steve Carell said that if like the office came out now was never seen before and came out now, it probably would have got canceled in its first season. Right. So? Because it's way, it, if you watch it, have you watched the office? Go, a episodes here or there, go back and watch some of the, the, there's a lot of offensive jokes, yeah. but they're jokes and they need to be taken as such. And they are now because it's an older show. So you can kind of use that stipulation of, oh, well, it's an older show. That's why they say that. Because like literally in one of them, they, uh, Michael watches some roast or something and Michael wants to be roasted because it's kind of a cool thing, whatever. He likes it. So he has them roast him. And then he was supposed to roast them, but he got emotional, left, whatever. Comes back to roast him. And literally what he says to Oscar, the gay dude in the show he goes, Oscar, you're gay. Roasted. That right there would have canceled the show. Yeah. Right there. They would have been like, what? Are you saying gay is a, you know an improper way to live? Blah, 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 blah. And it would have got canceled. Right. A lot of things in that show that happened, and a lot of old shows like that, they wouldn't make it today. It was almost cutting edge in that regards at the time. And then and then since then, it's... it's Comedy has gotten so censored, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. It's utterly ridiculous. But... Uh, probably a good idea to wrap it up there we're kind of at the time we've kind of been normally doing and uh mark thanks for joining kind of basically fun. halfway through basically yeah, halfway through so kind of got in and and yeah worked out pretty good and brad thanks for coming back and hopefully uh we'll nice get you guys again it. everywhere and uh you know make sure we keep farting and everybody keep farting out there and <laughs> let your loved ones fart in front of you it doesn't matter <laughs> all day every day let her rip all right <laughs> Uh, if you listen, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook page now, our Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those different ones. You can find on the link uh, now on my Instagram also. So follow me on Instagram if you want to. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening if you do.